Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Father, we are grateful. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, precious Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Um, hallelujah. I'm, I'm, I'm very aware that, um, that, that people listening from different places tonight and um, for some of us who have been following us for the past few weeks that we've been teaching you know weekly on various subject matters that the Holy Ghost will have us delve into um, I'm very aware that we know that what God is doing through through this meeting cannot be um, explained with human logic you know I'm, I'm a kind of person that I like to see I like to see that when God is doing a thing it is dangerous to to judge it by the senses when I mean judge I mean it is dangerous to appropriate those things by the senses it is it is dangerous to define those things by the senses why because whenever God is doing something you will need to um, see from the lenses of the spirit to be able to maximize everything that God is doing through that platform or through that medium alright so I, I believe that God is doing mighty things and, and while I was just you know preparing for this meeting um, trying to you know put uh, my thoughts together meditate on certain things I began to see that God is really intentional in building us through this platform. God is really intentional. And um, I'm not saying this because, <laughs> because I'm the convener or the host. No, I'm not being biased. Whenever I go for a meeting and I, and I sense that, that God is about to do something um, in, in massive through that meeting or through that ministry, I like to put all of my heart into it. Because you cannot draw from God if you are not intentional. If you are not intentional. And personally, from the few weeks that we have been having this meeting, I, I began to sense that anytime we are about to have this meeting, there's an unusual anointing that rests on me. It's, it is so unusual. Of course, from, from the few years that I've been doing the work of the ministry, from, from the few years that I've been doing the work of the ministry, I have... In my only two way, I've experienced what the anointing really is. Okay, maybe some, some of these days we will do a teaching on the anointing and all of that. But from the few years that I've been in ministry, doing the work of the ministry, I, I have some bits of experience, all right, on the anointing, on how the anointing works and how the anointing moves me at certain times. But when we began to have these weekly meetings on Mixellar, for the end sign i began to notice that sometimes most of the time i i perceive an anointing to teach and to instruct basically it's, it's unusual like it's, it's very unusual and i began to take note and then i'm beginning to see that 
apart from the fact that the hand of God is upon the ensign as a ministry, I'm confident that for as many of us who are listening, there's a definite work of transformation that God wants to do in our hearts. And so it is important not to trivialize, not to trivialize um, some of the words that will be spoken, some of the um, instructions, some of the enlightenments that will come by the Spirit via this platform. It is important that we do not trivialize it, we do not um, become distracted in the course of the meeting. Glory be to God. Alright. Um, so having said that, I believe tonight is going to be massive. One of the, the, the things that God will be speaking to us about through me, I, I believe that it will revolutionize our work with God and our perspective on a holy life. Alright, so I, I want us to just spend the next two three minutes. Our time is almost gone already. Time flies, right? I want us to just spend the next three minutes praying for spiritual understanding. Alright, Papa Egin taught us to pray Pauline prayers. You know why? Because when we pray those prayers, they are prayers born from revelation to bring us into a deeper revelation. Are we seeing that? So I want us to spend the next three, four minutes praying in the spirit. And what we are doing as we pray is that we are asking for spiritual understanding. There's an enlightenment. There's um there's a revelation that that comes via the spoken word hallelujah so i want us to spend the next three four minutes to pray in the spirit please ensure that you are praying in the spirit if you are in the bus coming back from work or you are in your room or you are somewhere just plug in your earpiece blast in the holy ghost you know speak in tongues and let your heart be fixed on what the holy ghost wants to do tonight Lord, we ask for spiritual understanding. Lord, we ask for spiritual understanding. That by your spirit you grant us understanding. By your spirit grant us understanding. In the name of Jesus. Membre ketoko parabashande boroko barabala bakonde sise ipako parabakande poroko tosisa iparoko tejika poroko tosisa fronde ke diska teka pati gito pokoto pakadi pokoto koto 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 leke teke 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 pronko teshila barato sedifaya niko poroko to koto koparagadi gede 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 we receive spiritual understanding we receive spiritual understanding we receive spiritual understanding that by your spirit understanding is granted unto us by your spirit 
Iko parande kaponko tiva rege de gede rege de gede 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 shene mongo barigalasia mendo kubara badiko boroko va shene moroko basiala ronto kebila ponko tavi ko sanegere kadia sapai ronda kazia kabare skombare kashone gedia se imoko bara baga baga baba imombroko toko toko shila bara bakai ipoko toko soko para katia punde keshi. I hope you are praying. I hope that we are praying, 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 praying. I hope that we are praying. I hope that we are praying. Jabako barabaga barabada soprokotia bane mokosivai. Leko monto soporoko pokoshele boroko sonto. Leko sonto boroko sonto. Kobo sonto koboroko sonto posoto. Leko shana mamba babaya pokosia. Meregele boko bashana mazaya. Leko poroko shina mase. Ibaroko toko toko to sonto poroko shonto. Mele poroko shonto siaba. Iporoko shonto barike disco prakati kete kete kata. Rekata kata kata kati kotoko toko 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 tose. Loko toko toporoko toko toko tose. Membro kotoko toko 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 tose. Liko poroko toko topo sondo boroko toko do boroko ndo sholo boroto. Le boroko boshondo boroko baria baroko dosi boroko dosia. Mene one more minute more to pray in the spirit. One more minute, one more minute. Let's pray in the spirit. Jacopo pokoto posoto prokoto pokoto. Membro koto kosolo prokoto kotosi. Giboroko pokoto koto. Ibaroko toko tosi. Shipa kapa kapa. Mashe poko para kapatia. Gepokoto si para patia. Ipako poko shila barata. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Spirit of God. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father. Father, tonight we receive revelation. We receive revelation. We receive visions. We receive understanding. Let the spirit of seeing and knowing be active. In our lives let understanding be granted unto us by your spirit in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in Jesus name we pray hallelujah hallelujah um, good evening everybody I, I, I will short I make this very fast so that um, we can close right on time all right so um, we could not have um, this online meeting last week because I had to be at a meeting and I think I explained the last time we had a meeting and so our last meeting was two weeks ago and we discussed on the subject of holiness alright um, the, the, the sad thing is that 
there's a possibility that some of us or many people that will be listening to me were not part of the last meeting and the other sad thing is that there's no way we can pass we can get the message across to us all right so um of course i'm i'm working on that whereby after a meeting like this we can make um the message available because a lot of people come and ask me okay how do i get to listen to the message i could not tune in network was bad i was coming back from work i could not this i could not that and um, when people tell me that i feel very bad because there's no way i can get the message across to them and so so i'm saying that because tonight i may just have to do a little bit of recap because there's so much we have to look into today but i will just do a brief recap for people who were not online the last time we met and for some of us that were online but have forgotten you know because spiritual things are very easy to forget it is very easy to remember um chemistry physics and mathematics you know than to remember scriptures or spiritual things why because anytime you hear a spiritual thing l is triggered to to ensure that that word is stolen from you have you seen that you just give a parable about what happens when the word is being sown and he said that there's some that there's, there's some people that when the word comes the enemy comes and steal it away so that's why in hebrews we were admonished to hold family to that which we have received so that it will not slip from us because you know from last two weeks to this time a lot of things that has happened you have faced challenges you have faced bad times you have faced discouragement and and all of that so um I would like us to to always hold firm to every word that we receive from this platform and from every other ministry that God is blessing you through. Alright, so I just got a notification from, from someone that in case you are just joining us and you were not able to listen the last time we had this meeting, there was a recap. Anytime we teach, um, someone always um, gives um, a, a recap of everything that is being taught so you can just go to the chat section and check it right god bless us in jesus name all right so let me just do a quick recap here last two weeks we we learned that holiness is firstly a nature and by nature it means it is a state of being do we see that holiness is firstly a nature all right from the moment you received Christ into your life, from the moment from the moment you believed on the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation, for salvation, God um, gave you the nature of holiness. And when we're looking at the scripture, First Corinthians um, chapter chapter one, First Corinthians chapter one, verse two, Paul was addressing the church. He was saying that that they were sanctified people. And the word sanctified there means that they were holy people. They have they've been made holy by God. They didn't have to do anything to be holy. So holiness is first of all a nature. And this is very important. That holiness is first of all a nature. That was what we looked at two weeks ago. And um, it means that when God looks at you as a believer, what God sees is a holy person. 
a believer is not a sinner and i i made a statement um two weeks ago i said it is not humility to go before god as a believer and say oh i'm a sinner oh oh wretched sinner you know all those humble words that we use oh wretched sinner that i am i know there are some aims along that line all right <laughs> but this is scripture this is scripture saying to yourself that you are wretched you are, you are a wretched sinner does not it does not make god emotional it does not make god say oh you know all those kind of we think that god is is man so you can you can you can whine god when you have committed a sin you now come and say oh wretched sinner that i am and then you feel that because you have said so god will now say oh since you have confessed that you are a sinner i forgive you no that's not how god works god sees you as holy all right and you know it is very it's very important that we begin to see ourselves the way god sees us because that is where true freedom lies that is where true liberty lies liberty lies in you recognizing and seeing yourself the way god recognizes and sees you it is very important so this is one of the things that we spoke about last week it's a it's a old book of revelation that we shared last week and i cannot go into everything in detail now all right so that means that to be a child of god is to be a holy man wherever you are i want you to say to yourself that i'm a holy person remember scripture says that ye are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation did you see that so from the moment you became a child of god by placing your faith in christ jesus for salvation you became a holy person you became a holy person your holiness is not centered on how many religious structures you you arm yourself with holiness does not spring forth from certain physical parameters that you set your holiness springs forth from the fact that you are a child of god and that you carry the dna of god for example if i give birth to a son or a daughter that boy or girl carries my dna are you seeing that 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 boy or girl that my child you know a goat cannot give birth to a cat you see that now a cat cannot give birth to a lion a lion cannot give birth to an elephant every living thing gives birth to its own kind that is the law that god set and so if that is true that means god cannot give birth to any other thing that is not holy so if you are accepting that you are born of god you have to accept that you are holy because god is holy so god cannot give birth to an unholy thing so that was the, the the truth that paul was trying to push to the corinthian church i'm going somewhere he's, he, he, he spoke i don't want us to go to that scripture because we still have to read it after now he was writing to them and he said they, that they were sanctified that they they've been called and separated to be saints hallelujah so the moment you became a child of god you became a holy person 
So let me let me cap it there for the recap that we're doing so we, we can go forward. Time is running out. So tonight, what we want to look at is how to live a holy life. How to live a holy life. This is very important that we grasp tonight. It's very important that we grasp this truth. How to live a holy life is um is a subtopic let me use that word the subtopic of our discussion on holiness so having known that god has made you holy how then do you translate your nature into a daily lifestyle that is what we want to look at tonight because it's just not enough to say oh i'm holy i'm holy glory to god glory to god your your nature has to be translated into daily lifestyle so when peter was saying that be ye holy as god is holy he was not trying to say that they should he was not trying to say be try try and be holy try and be holy no he was giving them a charge to live a lifestyle of holiness all right the sad thing is that we don't have time i would have gone to that scripture and giving you a contextual explanation of what peter was saying because many people when they read that scripture be holy they think peter is saying that they are not holy so now they have to try to be holy by doing certain things no peter was not saying that they should try to be holy he was not trying to say that they were unholy now they have to be holy because he was writing to believers so what peter was telling them in be holy as god is holy in first peter which was which was um 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 he was actually quoting from a scripture in the, in the old testament actually what peter was trying to tell them was that they should live a holy lifestyle a life that commensurates their nature in christ jesus are we seeing that now so that's what we want to look at tonight so um by the spirit of wisdom i have broken it this um this topic into three basic secrets that i believe that when we begin to learn them understand them and operate in the spirit of wisdom we will find ourselves living a holy life a holy life glory be to god so three basic secrets to living a holy life number one is that the secret to living a holy life is premised upon your ability to be conscious of the fact that you are being made holy by god did we get that that the fourth secret to living a holy life is to have the consciousness that you are holy let me say that again the first secret to living a holy life a holy lifestyle where continually you are living a holy life you are living a holy lifestyle continually the first secret is to have the consciousness that you are holy glory be to god you cannot live beyond the realm of your consciousness in fact you are bound to the degree to which your consciousness 
can capture. So, to try to live a holy life without firstly understanding that you have been made holy and blameless in Christ is to start a is to start living a religious life. What many people call a holy lifestyle is just religious lifestyle. They are just trying to be religious. And when you are living a religious life, you are not better than a Buddhist. You are not better than a Muslim. In fact, I used to have a Muslim friend when I was in secondary school. The babe, eh? She, she's, she's very beautiful. And because of that, a lot of guys used to, you know, come around and all of that. But you know, she's a Muslim. She's so pious. She does not even used to shake guys. You see, our own level. Many of you sisters are even listening to me. You can even shake. You can even hug. So when we put you and that, Mus- that my Muslim friend. Now, a Muslim friend on the same scale of piety, religious piety, she beats you times 100. Do you see that? So, you cannot measure your holiness by some religious parameters. So, what many people call holiness is just them being religious. And religion does not save any man. In fact, if they bring you side by side with some Buddhists, Right, some Buddhist, their level of 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 piety, their level of pious living is so high you can't even measure on a natural scale. You can't measure, you can't measure on a natural scale with some of those guys. Hallelujah. So, what I'm trying to say is that your holiness. The secret to living a holy lifestyle is not premised on you trying to be holy or doing <coughs> many religious stuffs. No. The first secret to living a holy life, are you seeing that? Is to have a consciousness that God has made you holy. That you are, sep- you are, you are, a, you are a man sanctified. You are a woman sanctified. You are a woman separate. You have been said God has specifically chosen you. Um, Ephesians chapter 1 said, In Him we have been chosen. Have we seen that? In Him, in Christ, God has chosen us to be blameless and holy. I think um, we need to check that scripture. We need to check that scripture to help our understanding now. Ephesians chapter 1. Somebody can just help, um, can just help me um, post it. On the chat section, all right, Ephesians chapter 1. We need to see something. Ephesians chapter 1. All right, I think that's that is um, verse 4. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4. Uh, it says, He chose us. I'm reading, I'm using Amplified. He said, He chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. So that we would be only that is consecrated, set apart for him, purpose-driven, and blameless in his sight, in love. So what that means is that God in Christ Jesus, from the foundation of the world, chose you and I to be holy and blameless. This is the consciousness that, that pioneers and powers a holy lifestyle 
You cannot live a true holy lifestyle if you don't understand that God chose you. It's not today He chose you. From the, before the foundation of the world, God chose you and I that we should be a holy people. That we should be only and what? Blameless. So it is, I cannot be blamed. I am a blameless man. And it's not because of anything I'm doing. It's because God chose me. This is the first. If you can capture these secrets, a lot of things will work out well in living a holy lifestyle. Many people struggle with holiness. In fact, some people in church now, when you say holiness, they, they want to run out of the church. Because to them, they feel you want to just come and judge them. Because they're already writing how many sins they committed just in that one week. Their problem is that they don't have a consciousness that they are holy people. Sanctified consecrated so i said that the first secret to living a holy life is to have the consciousness how do you have consciousness of holiness you have to meditate on the word of god you have to meditate on what god has you know the scriptures i shared with us last week for many of us who are who are not online last week you can go to the um, chat section and check the recap of last week you will see many things that we spoke about the scriptures that we that that we were taught that i spoke about that i mentioned go back to those scriptures and meditate you see the way to have consciousness of something is to meditate how do you meditate simple if you know how to worry many of us are champion warriors you can worry you can worry you know you can worry very well if you know how to worry then you will know how to meditate it's just you shifting your heart to the right direction so instead of worrying begin to begin to search your mind on the word of god pick some of those scriptures and read it to yourself and think on them then it will become your consciousness remember i said you cannot live beyond your level of consciousness oh glory to god your lifestyle you cannot produce a lifestyle that is not first of all in your consciousness consciousness is the proof of life whatever you are not conscious you cannot express let me say that again whatever you are not conscious of you cannot express so before you can live a holy lifestyle you have to have the consciousness that god from the foundations of the world has made you holy and blameless in christ jesus that's why i said that word initially it is very wrong for a believer to go to god and say oh wretched sinner when you say that god is god is not happy don't think you are don't god is not don't think that when you say oh wretched sinner that god will not begin to pity you and say okay my son i cleanse you know that is that's not god god is not an emotional person hallelujah I hope we are getting these things that we are saying. So I, I was saying that to try to live a holy life without first of all understanding, without first of all having the consciousness that you have been made holy in Christ Jesus by God, is to live a religious life. Many believers are living religiously. Many believers are living a religious life. And how do you know that something is a religion? Oh, I would have, as we have time, I would have, I would have, I would have given us um, a thorough exegesis on Colossians chapter 2 and Colossians chapter 3. But because there's no time, you know, when we read Colossians chapter 2, Paul was talking about certain things. He was saying that some of you, 
some of you, you you think that you're going to be i'm trying to paraphrase now he was trying to address something that many people are trying to be holy by touch not touch not do this do not do not do this and when he got to um chapter 3 he began to say then that look it is christ jesus that is your holiness so when your life is structured by do's and don'ts when when it is do's and don'ts that that empowers you that empowers your piety you are in the religious realm you remember when jesus when jesus when jesus um came to the earth right when he walked upon the earth he was a holy man but you see the pharisees had issues with him to the pharisees jesus was an un- unholy man because he broke free from their religious climate and what was now listen to me listen to this what was sponsoring jesus holiness what was powering jesus holiness was that jesus understood that he was already sanctified by god he understood that he was one with god that the holiness of god is his own holiness that was what was powering his holy lifestyle but the pharisees had issues with it because their own holiness is within the regions of touch not see not does not <laughs> permit my english thou shall not you see thou shall not living by the powering of thou shall not is not a holy lifestyle powered by god you are just living religiously and so there are many believers who have been blinded by religion blinded by religion blinded blinded by religion hallelujah i hope we are getting the point i'm trying to to um to push to us tonight so the pharisees had issues with with jesus because he, he was not living like them he was his holiness was not like their own holiness you know don't forget that jesus told the um his disciples said your holiness as to exceed the holiness of the pharisees because their whole holiness was according to sensual sensual structures but you see what i'm saying tonight is that the first secret is the first secret to living a true holy life the way jesus lived a holy life is to have the consciousness that god has made you holy that you are one with god that you have been chosen before the foundations of the world Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4 you have been chosen before the foundations of the world to be blameless and holy and it was God that chose you when you have this consciousness you have you have untapped the first secret that you need to live a holy life glory be to God glory be to God Oh, this is so this is so important i feel like i should drive home this point but there's no time I, I i trust that even as we listen to this um to this message and all of that we will be able to meditate and 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 really draw wisdom from this thing the number two secret to living a holy lifestyle hallelujah oh thank you jesus you know 
as I'm teaching, I, I perceive that God is destroying some internal structures that has kept people from knowing God. God is destroying some internal structures. He's tearing down some. One of the one of the one of the one of the things that the word of God does is that the word is like armor. It shatters unnecessary structures. It shatters unnecessary. There's some unnecessary structures that you have put in your heart and you have nurtured it and you have called it holiness. And when God looks at it, it is a filthy rag. In fact, it is the reason why you have not been able to fulfill your destiny in Christ. It has limited you. You know, I've met some people in my life and I just put my hand on my head and I just wish that they could see. They could see beyond the structures that they are put in their hearts. You know, there's nothing like... I want to say this. The gospel is the gospel. There's no African version of the gospel. There's no West African version of the... You know, there are some of you. There are some of you here. If you see somebody on dreadlocks, you will not relate with him. You see, that thing that is making you do like that is, is, is African mindset. African mindset. Iworoko and... and <laughs> Iworoko and Oyekiti mindset. I'm from Oyekiti, so that's why <laughs> I'm saying that. It's a mindset. When you just see somebody, or when you see a girl, she just tinted her hair to gold. Immediately, something rises in your heart and say, Kai! That girl is not of God. That girl is not of God. You see, that thing that is speaking is not Holy Ghost. It's not discernment. It's the spirit of religion that is speaking. And let me tell you something the Lord told me when I was in the university. I think I was in, in my final year. I was just praying in... Many of us are in, in Exu will know the school field. I was just praying in the school field that time. And the Lord asked me a question. He said, what is religion? I said, I don't know. The Lord goes now to me. He said, religion is like when you embalm a corpse... When you embalm a corpse, you know when you embalm a corpse, it will look as if, you know, there's some, there's some. In fact, if you go to the Western world, there's a way they will embalm a corpse, and the corpse will still be fresh. The body is not decaying. That's what religion does. It embalms people. It makes you look alive, but you are actually dead. You see? You see that? It makes people look like they are alive, but actually they are dead. Religion is a religious spirit. When you just see, when you just see, when you just see a girl, you know, I, I always tell people that I say you can't live a religious life and prosper in God. You need God to hope, you need the word of God to wash your eyes, and then you begin to see people the way Holy Ghost sees them. So there are some people that when they see people, when they see I'm not talking about people that dress stupidly. I'm not going to the extreme. I'm talking about some basic things. Maybe you just see a guy on dreadlocks. Immediately something rises and say, I, I, can't re- I can't relate with this guy. You know, and many other things like that. I can't, I can't begin to talk about anything because of our time. So I feel that God is breaking some other structure, all those things that, 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 that is not, oh my God, all those things that is not making you reach out to people. Hallelujah. Let me go further before, because this one, this, this first point, eh, we can spend three weeks talking about it. But I trust that as we go on to teach, you know, I mean, as we go on to meditate, God will grant us understanding. So I was going to talk about the second secret. The second secret to living a holy life is to understand that you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. This is very key. The second secret 
to living a holy life a holy lifestyle is to understand that you have the holy spirit on the inside of you say that for me say i have the spirit of holiness on the inside of me you see the holy spirit is also called the spirit of holiness the spirit of holiness hallelujah so when you understand this point you understand that the holy spirit is at work in you now i need to drive on a point please listen carefully to this point i want to drive listen carefully if you are writing write this down oh this is so powerful i think i said it last week too listen every man is a reflection of the spirit at work in him have you seen that every man is a reflection of the spirit at work in him so that means that when you see a man living in a certain way you can understand the kind of spirit at work in him for example a man with the spirit of wisdom will reflect a great deal of wisdom for example one of the reasons why daniel was very wise he was he was he was said to be a wise man in babylon he was the wisest of them all was because there was a great dimension of the spirit of wisdom at work in him hallelujah glory be to god so every man is a reflection of the spirit at work in him when you see a madman a, a madman on the street don't think don't think psychology there's a spirit of insanity at work in him are we seeing that when you see a man living in an unclean way you see in scripture they, they say something like an unclean spirit you see you see that so i'm trying to say that every man is a reflection of the spirit at work in him now listen to this if you are a believer the spirit of god is at work in you so if the holy spirit is at work in you that means you have the power to live a holy life this is so beautiful let us read first corinthians chapter 6 verse 19. oh time is up i have nine minutes more i can't time be running like this i don't know why time will just on normal day if you are doing watching film now time will not okay so first corinthians chapter 6 you can help me post it and by the way i want us to appreciate um sister tolu <laughs> if you have a contact please send her a message ask for her account number and send some appreciation money to her she has been helping us to do recaps of of the teaching and i didn't ask her to she just took it upon herself and it's been beautiful you know most times after the meeting too i go through the recap and i listen to to what she wrote and i'm and i'm impressed and i feel like we could even write a book from our messages with the way she does apt recaps all right so let's appreciate her and don't forget how to send us some money if you have so <laughs> we, are, we are looking at first corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 verse 19 um, it says do you not know that your body is the temple of the holy spirit who is within you 
whom you have received as a gift from God and that you are not your own property now what Paul is telling them here those guys were misbehaving all right they were misbehaving they were doing all manner of things and then Paul had to come and tell them that your body is the temple that the Holy Ghost is inside of you that the Holy Spirit is within you so the reason why those guys were misbehaving is that they did not know did not have an understanding that the Holy Spirit is in them so when you understand that the Holy Spirit is at work in you it becomes easy for you to live a holy lifestyle why because the Holy Ghost that is in you the Holy Spirit that is in you is at work in you to produce an expression of God's holiness in your life glory be to God so the Holy Spirit is in you the look at that word Holy Spirit or spirit of holiness when you want to make a man mad you give to him the spirit of insanity when you want to make a man stupid you give him the spirit of folly when you want to make a man wise you give him the spirit of wisdom and revelation when God wants to make a man holy he gives that man the spirit of holiness so the Holy Spirit that indwells me that indwells you was given to us to be actively at work in us to produce a life a lifestyle of holiness when you understand this you will not struggle the Holy Ghost empowers you the Holy Spirit empowers you there are times when temptations are so high and you want to deny your reality in Christ Jesus when you ask the Holy Spirit for help in humility and simplicity of heart when you ask him for help because he's the helper immediately the power to live holy surcharges your entire being he does what it surcharges your empower your entire being men who are living holy who are living holy lifestyles are not living holy lifestyle because of any do's and don'ts i'm still going to come to that so that there won't be imbalances in our doctrine right men who are really living holy lifestyles are living by the empowerment of the holy spirit that is inside of them glory be to jesus i need to move fast oh i wish i could explain something right now oh i wish i could explain something right now but 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 let's go further the third secret i want to share tonight there may be more as you study god will reveal to you but for our teaching tonight the last secret i want to share is on the power of choice on the power of choice this is but this is this one is important i, I want to I, I want to i want to dwell on this one just give me five minutes to explain this thing to you the power of choice listen to me guys you can have the holy spirit and still choose to live an unholy life 
Why? Because you have the power of choice. God did not, will not take away our power of choice. In fact, one of the one of the reasons why you are a man, one of the things that makes you a man is your power of choice. Joshua told them, he said, Choose you this day whom you will serve. Hallelujah. The power of choice is so important. God expects us to expect us to choose to live a life of holiness. So listen to me. Understanding that God has made you holy, which is the first point we shared. And understanding that you have been given the spirit of holiness to aid you to live a holy lifestyle is not enough you need to understand that your power to choose to live a holy life is important i'm not talking about things ordinary self-determination and all of those things i'm not talking about that alone I'm not talking about self-determination and all of those things that people teach. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about having understand that God has separated you. You have been made holy. And that now you have the Holy Spirit. You now have to say, Lord, I choose to live a holy life. I choose to yield to the ways of the spirit of holiness. Listen to me. Any believer that continues to live an unholy life, any believer that continues to live an unholy life is doing so by choice or because he lacks understanding so if you lack understanding you will live an unholy life also if you by your own will continue to choose to live unholy it will be as if you don't have the holy spirit hallelujah I hope I'm making some sense. God will never take the power of choice from you. So a believer can choose to fornicate. Can you see that? A believer can buy, can, can choose, can make up his mind that I want to fornicate. Hallelujah. Let me say this to you. This will help you. The difference between somebody possessed by a demon and somebody the Holy Spirit indwells is that demons take away a man's power of choice. You see, when a demon, when a man is possessed by a demon, those demons, they take away that man's choice. That's why you see some people, they will do some certain things and they will say, I didn't know what came over me. They are not lying, actually. Something came over them and took away their choice. You know, there was time I was reading a book, I think, from by um, Reverend, Reverend Kenneth Egan, and he was talking about a, a man that he heard about from the newspaper. The man was baiting, all right, the man was baiting his son, his little boy, and while he was baiting that boy, the man drowned that boy and the boy died and, and and they arrested him of course 
you know americans now you know if, if in nigeria just give policeman one thousand dollars they close the case but in america they don't take those kind of things for granted so they, they arrested the man and they were asking the man and the man was like he didn't know what came over in you see that is why one of the primary um duties of a believer is to cast out devils look we are still going to do a teaching on that one casting out devils is and look jesus said this sign shall follow them that believe in my name they shall cast out devils you know why because god wants to those devils are dangerous they many of the cases you hear about rape one guy raped a girl killed her and all those things some of those guys are not in their normal self they they were they were they were they, how do i put this word now they were taken over by devils are you seeing that now they were taken over by devils i don't want to go into all of those things now what i'm saying is this the holy spirit that indwells you does not force you does not does not just does not just take over you without you choosing you have to choose the holy ghost before you can have a place in your life so the power of choice is very important you need to understand i need to explain this to us i'm sorry this is two minutes past eight just give me three more minutes three more minutes three more minutes three more minutes i will be done right oh i can't begin to quote all of these scriptures but i'll just mention them ephesians chapter 4 verse 24 and colossians chapter 3 verse 12 ephesians chapter 4 verse 24 colossians chapter 3 verse 12 when you are alone you can look at this scripture there is a secret that paul gave he said that he was writing the ephesian church in ephesians chapter 4 verse 24 he said put on somebody can help us post it now he said put on the new man he did not say god will put it on for you he said you put it on so that means you have a choice as a believer to put on the new the new man which is created in true holiness and righteousness so what is paul telling them he's telling them to choose to live a holy life he's teaching them the principle of choice that they have to put on he didn't say god look at that scripture if you have your bible look at the scripture very well he didn't say now god will put on no no god will not put anything on for you he has done he has made the dress the word put on signifies signifies giving expression aligning yourself sinking yourself into into a dress so god has made everything ready he has given you the holy spirit he has made you holy he has called you out of darkness into a marvelous, marvelous light that you show for the praises of him right he has done all of those things for you but now paul is saying you put on those realities choose to live a holy life because if you don't choose to live a holy life you will live an unholy life we are to put on thank you totally we are to put on all right thank you Anu. thank you so much we are to put on colossians 3 12 says the same thing he said put on therefore as the elect of god holy and beloved bowels of mercy kindness humbleness of mind meekness long suffering, and all of those things 
So you see what Paul is saying in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24 and Colossians 3, verse 12. He's telling us that we have a choice to make. We have a part to play. And that part is to choose to live a holy lifestyle. We have to put on the new man. You have to align. You have to yield to the new man that you have become. You have to sink into your realities as a new man. Hallelujah. Whenever temptation comes your way, whenever temptation comes your way, temptation only comes to test what you will choose. When ten, you know, when I when I first gave my life to Christ, anytime I'm tempted, maybe there's a temptation to do anything, I will just be feeling bad. I will just be, I will just feel like I'm holy, I, I, I'm unholy, and I go and pray to God and say, God, I'm sorry, I didn't commit sin. No, I just, I was just tempted. I didn't commit the sin. I was just tempted. There was there's just a temptation somewhere, and then one day God told me, He said, temptation is not a sin. Temptation has only come to test what you will choose. Hallelujah. Are we seeing that? So whenever you are tempted, understand that you are tempted to... Um, how do I put this word now? You are tempted to see what you will choose. And guess what? God will not allow you to be tempted above, above what, you can, um, what you can resist. Hallelujah. Oh, there's so much I want to say, but <laughs> I, can't, I can't go further because of time. Time is always not on our side. So, are we seeing these three basic secrets? Number one, you have to have the consciousness that God has made you holy. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4. From the foundations of the world, He has made you holy and blameless in Christ Jesus. Second secret, very important. You need to understand that now, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Holiness indwells you. That means you have the power to live a holy lifestyle. The engine room that makes a man live holy has been implanted on the inside of you. It was the Spirit of Holiness that made Jesus live a holy life when he walked upon the earth. Because he too was tempted. Jesus was tempted like every one of us. But what made him live a holy life was because the Holy Spirit was inside of him. And lastly, the third secret, which is very important, is our power of choice. To live a holy lifestyle, you have to continually choose. You have to make a choice. In the face of temptation, in the face of contradictory seasons in your life, in the face of hard times, you have to choose. You have to put on. Colossians chapter 3 verse 12 Ephesians chapter 4 verse 24 we, You have to put on the new man Glory be to Jesus Oh Father we thank you I have to stop here now because of time I want us to pray I want us to pray this prayer for two minutes And say Lord I receive grace To employ the power of my choice To choose holiness Let me say that prayer again Lord, I receive grace to employ the power of my choice to continually choose holiness. Can we pray that prayer in the next two minutes? We receive the grace. We receive the grace 
to employ the power of our choice to continue to choose a holy lifestyle. Pray that prayer, my friends. Pray that prayer. Lord, I receive grace to employ the power of my choice to continue to choose to live a holy lifestyle in the name of Jesus. I receive grace to choose life. I receive grace to choose life. I receive grace to choose to live a holy life in the name of Jesus. Pray, pray, pray. Somebody pray, 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 pray. pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Glory be to God. Wow. Uh, um, um, the words that God shared with us tonight is so powerful. I want us to, I don't know if, I don't know what's happening. Maybe it's my device. Or maybe I, I, um, I need to trust. I think I need to trust God for more technological appliances so that I can record some of these things and be able to pass it across to, to many people. But I want to say this quickly. If you want to be part, I created, I, I mentioned something last two weeks about anybody that wants to be part of the Ensign WhatsApp group. And I did say that the essence of the WhatsApp group is so that you and I can labor together in, in extending the frontiers of this movement. All right. I feel that, you know, from, 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 from what the Lord has told me in my secret place, in, my, in the place of prayer, there's so much God wants to do through this ministry. There's so much light that God wants to shine to the world. And so if you want to be part not of course it's not going to be a group where we just chit start it's actually a group for any for anybody that, that feels led or you, you just feel you just want to be part of what god is doing in extending the frontiers of of what god is doing via this platform and i did say that we are working on we are working on a physical meeting just give me some minutes to just explain this on a physical meeting why because i believe that proper discipleship and proper believers meeting should be physical it's good to have technology but for example i'm teaching on mixed i can't see everybody that's online i'm not even conscious of you people i just know that okay i'm conscious but I, I can't really you know you know what i'm saying so it's a lot of limitation and we are trusting god we are working towards it if there's any way you can be of help if there's any idea you have if there's anything that god is laid on your heart even if god is not laid on your heart you just perceive it you know, because when you say god lays it people are always looking for something something deep as and and um spectacular you just perceive that god will have you just help in any way you can just you know message me or something so um and also i want us to also help in 
sharing of links for this meeting sharing of um of our e-flyers and all of that so that we can reach a number of people okay personally i'm not number i'm not a number i'm not a number freak basically but but in recent times i just perceive that there's so much that there are so many people that god wants to reach out to all right through some of the teachings that we do at the end sign right so all right so i i would drop i would drop my um my whatsapp contact on the chat section after this meeting you can do it to message me if you have my contact before you can message me so that we can be laborers right we are co-laborers with god that's what paul said we are co-laborers with god and there's so much that god wants to do so dear me let's talk let's um let's um pray together let's trust god on how to reach a lot of people and bring them into the knowledge of god right so god bless you thanks for joining in tonight we'll continue next week by god's grace but next week we'll be talking about something different from holiness everything that we have spoken about on holiness please do well to you know go over them if i can get the message across i, I will try my best to do that um if you have any knowledge on how i can do that please let me know i'll be entertaining ideas so god bless you in jesus name amen <music>